0: This episode is brought to you by The One Summit, two days that would change your life forever. For tickets, go to TheOneSummit.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to The Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damien Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to The Wellness Guys. I'm Lawrence Tam. And I'm Brett Hill. And we have no Damien Kristoff, and this is the Wellness Guy <laughs> Show, a weekly show dedicated to bringing walls into our lives. Brett, is you and I, the first time in a Brett. long time, just me and you, just having a conversation. It's and
1: been a it's, while. It's, it's been a while. We're going we're gonna to be able to get heaps of words in
0: today. It's going to be great. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Damien, <laughs> uh, the rock star is, uh, is away today, and uh, we're just going to be able to just speak, for, uh, and uh, we're going to go for half an hour. But you know what? We know what's coming up, Brett. It's really interesting. Um, I'm really excited for this because, uh, you know, this week we are having the Wellness Summit, our second, um, I guess, annual Wellness Summit, if you want to call it. That's oh, our
1: third, uh, Lawrence. It's, it's a our third. third. That's
0: right. That's right. It is our third one. And uh, <laughs> last year, I was blown away. I don't know about you, but I was sitting in the back of the room and I was, when I first opened to the walked into the room and I saw this, all the chairs over there 600 chairs like packed like yeah, it couldn't yeah, fit yeah. anymore I was blown away I'm like are we really gonna fill this room like in it was the next amazing. hour It was pretty what it was
1: for me? It was when I actually got up onto the stage and I looked out at 600 people. I was just, I was blown away. I just kind of, I had this feeling that, you know, so many times throughout my life, I'd been on the other side of that, like Mm. sitting in an audience, watching people speak, thinking this is so cool. How amazing are these people? And then I just sort of stood up there and it just sort of dawned on me. I was like hang on, how did I end up on this side of the equation? Like, (laughs) that happened. There's 600 people here. That is nuts. Yeah. And it was just – but you know what was the coolest about it was that it was just 600 people who were just so switched on, who were so passionate, who were so on the same wavelength, excited to be there, ready to make change. Like, it was just the coolest energy in that room. I just absolutely loved it. It was it was something I'd never experienced before, I
0: reckon. Yeah, like, I mean, obviously, we've been to tons of seminars, uh, you and I both. Like, you know, we've been to, you know, so many chiropractic seminars, non-chiropractic seminars or whatever. we Small ones, big ones, massive ones. And, um, you know, it is a weird feeling to be kind of on the other side sometimes. And, uh, you know, it every time I get on stage, it's sort of like you start to look at like, oh, my God, like people are actually listening to me or what I have to say. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a weird, 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 weird feeling. But, you know, like with all the all the things that we've done like you know obviously you've been to a lot of seminars um and you continue to each and every single year um yeah. i mean i go to tons of seminars not because it's you know cpd you know requirement like i try to avoid those <laughs> as much as i can actually i i i go there because um I, there was only ever since starting chiropractic college i think uh, which is going back now like probably you know 16 18 oh, years ago thank
1: you for all your secrets, yeah, yeah it's, it's
0: a long time right but i mean You know, every single year, I probably attended at least... You know, probably three or four seminars a year at least. Yeah. And the only year I ever missed was one year I almost like went 10, 11 months without us going to seminar. That was my, the year my daughter was born. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just yeah, because I couldn't, yeah, there was
0: fair nothing enough. else I could do because I was actually staying at home pretty much for like 10 months. <laughs> I was hibernating. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like, just thinking about seminars, like, why do I thought we would dedicate a whole show on why we actually attend seminars, retreats, or anything else like that? So, why do you do it?
1: Well, I think it comes back to that, I guess, the philosophy of just wanting to continually learn and improve. Like I think, you know, when you're talking about wellness, you know, there's nothing static about it. You know, wellness is really a lifelong process. In fact, I can remember a conversation I had with a chiropractor. He was an older chiropractor and I'd only I was in fact I think I was still at uni, so I hadn't even graduated yet. And he was talking to me about kind of life and chiropractic and and how things would go in my career. And he had this sort of idea which he said to me was he said, Look, you know, you kind of go in five year cycles as a chiropractor and I was like, Oh, okay, what's that all about? He goes, Well, I reckon about every five years, he goes, And and this guy was probably in his seventies, so he'd been through, you know, quite a few decades of chiropractic practice and he said i reckon about every 5 years i feel like i've just got it like you know i feel like i've learned everything there is to learn i know everything i need to know i've got all the skills i need to have and he said pretty much every time i get to that stage something comes along and just smacks me across the back of the head and i feel like i know nothing and i feel like i'm starting from scratch again <laughs> and and then it just goes on again in the, into the next 5 year cycle and and so i I sort of have just held on to that ever since and I think it's actually true and it just makes so much sense and I think in all aspects of health and wellness, you know, you can never know everything. There's always something new to learn. There's always something, you know, even when you think you've learned everything there is to learn, then the new evidence comes out, new research comes out and you realize that actually all that stuff I thought I knew was actually wrong and now I need to upgrade and go to the next level as well. Mm. And so you know, we talk about wellness as being this lifelong process, you know, this continual and never-ending improvement. In fact, I even wrote a whole book about it. But that's what it is. It's about constantly learning new stuff, constantly updating. And that's what's so exciting about having a career in health and wellness is that there, there is literally always something new to learn. And in fact, there's literally always bucket loads of stuff new to learn. Um, and so, I just I think I just have that thirst for knowledge and information. You know, I always want to make sure that I'm you know, constantly improving, probably more so for myself as much as anything. You know, I, I want to improve and constantly improve for myself and my life. Uh, but then obviously I then get an opportunity to share that with heaps of other people too, which is really cool.
0: It's so true. I think instead of five years, I think I'm like on a six month whack in the (laughs) face. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, I totally agree. I totally agree that um, there's, there's so many things changing around us, you know, especially in terms of health. Like, I mean, you think back, we've been doing this for three years now and how many variations of things have kind of come and gone over the last three years. And, you know, we've evolved ourselves and, um, and, you know, I'm, I love listening to speakers over and over again, sometimes, Um, sometimes, is because they change they evolve as well and they evolve as a speaker and, and they get new content and you know I don't like listening to speakers with the same stories I like I like you know going to a speaker when they change it up a little bit and yeah. because they're if they're evolving and one of the things that I remember going to a Tony Robbins um, seminar which is you know I, I love Tony Robbins for what he does and, and his ability to kind of transform people, but one of the things he talked about was one of the um, i don't know what he called it as but one of the human needs is uh, is actually growth. And I res- yeah. really resonated with that. You know, there's always this constant growth. There's always this, um, you know, this insatiable need to want to know more. And I think that listeners to The Wellness Guys or, you know, people who listen to The Wellness Couch are like that. I mean, right now, there's no better way to absorb information than any, any year, years before this. Because, I mean, think about podcasting. The reason why podcast is so successful right now is because it's, it's portable. All you need yeah. is, a, you know, a smartphone and uh, you carry it around. You're listening to things, you know, and it's amazing that you can actually learn. I, I just heard that like, you can actually um, recently, you can actually go and get a, you know, you can listen to university classes from Harvard or Yale online for free. Like yeah, you, amazing, even, you don't even have to attend that, you know, <laughs> and you can learn anything online. And so it's not about a lack of knowledge anymore. It's about, you know. And so I don't think you should go to necessarily just go to seminars because you want to you need to know more information. But you go to seminars, I believe one of the reasons I go to seminars and travel to wherever the seminar is, is because yes, the speakers are important, but it's actually the people around me, like attending the seminars at the same time. Like a literally I just spent four and a half days um, in Sydney um, in the middle of the week. And um, you know, it was amazing to kind of be inspired by the people in the audience because they were first of all You know, people who are attracted uh, attracted to a particular seminar or a conference or whatever it is, they're like minded people. And so when you hang around with like minded people, you remove yourself away from your quote unquote normal life. And you move into a realm of people who are just like you, who are just as crazy as you, if I can say that.
1: Because so they were like sitting in the seminar, listening to their iPod, typing on their iPad. You know, <laughs> yeah, On their iPhone as, <laughs> they, right. yeah. as they listen to the seminar. Is that what's going on? Yeah, yeah,
0: that's right. No, I think, you know, think about it. Like, I mean, you know, when you come, when you look at uh, the Wellness Summit last year, when you know, you look across the room, there's like, there yeah. were just people who are just are, they are so passionate about health and wellness? Probably more so than I am. Like it's kind of
1: amazing, wasn't it?
0: Exactly. And and you you never get a chance to kind of be in a room with, you know, five, six hundred people or a thousand people um, that are just like you. You know, there's no better way to kind of immerse yourself in a situation just like by going to a seminar.
1: And you know, I think the other thing you go to the seminar for, you know, you touched on it a little bit a second ago where there's so much information out there. And one of the reasons you go to a seminar is to have that trusted advisor. I know that's a term you use a lot, Lawrence. I think I've stolen that from you. But, but to have a trusted advisor there because, you know, there there is so much information. Like when you look around health and wellness spheres, there's so much information out there, more than you could possibly ever consume in probably multiple lifetimes. But the, the key then is to figure out, well, okay, which bits of information should I be consuming? Like what's right, what's wrong, what's going to work for me? And, you know, you can go out on the internet and you can find stuff that says eggs are good for you. You can find stuff that says eggs are bad for you, you know. You can find stuff that says you know wheat isn't good for you. You can find stuff that says wheat's an essential part of your diet. You know, you, whatever it is you're looking at. So there, there's information to and for, so for and against. But then you need someone to help you filter all that information because otherwise, like I said, you could spend several lifetimes trying to process and filter all of that information. Or you can find someone who's a bit of an expert in that field already, who's kind of already done some of that filtering for you. Someone who you trust, someone who you looked up to. And then you can go to them and, and hear what they've got to say and what they've discovered from the research they've been doing and, and I guess it's you know, sort of short-circuit the process a little bit, you know help you um, cut your life, you know, get more into your life and, and learn more. Um by, by using those trusted advisors and those experts, and I know, Lawrence, you, know, you travel all around the world to find just the right expert to get just the right information, and, uh, and I think that's the way forward. You know, that's the way of the future, and a lot of people are doing that, whether it's live or whether that's in webinars, whether that's, you know, however they're doing that, people are just looking for someone to say, hey, there's so much information out there. Who do I trust? Where do I turn? You know, what's right for me?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I look for the best and I want to learn from the best. You know, it's about, uh, I don't just want to look for the people who are just around me who live in Perth because uh, well, there's not that's that many I'm people in Perth. You okay? <laughs> that's right. Well, I mean, I think that's so true though. You know, like you go, to, people are going to go, why do you want to go to a live audience when you can just, like a live seminar when you can go read a book somewhere? I'm like, yeah, you can read a book. I mean, yeah, you can go to the closest bookstore and buy a book. But are you actually implementing the things that are in a book? You know, it's no different than buying a CD. Well, you don't buy CDs anymore, but you know, download an MP3 of, say, Coldplay (laughs) and you listen to Coldplay. Yeah, that's great. But when they come into town, you kind of want to go and watch the concert. You want that experience. You want to immerse yourself in around, not just, you know, just because Coldplay is playing, but you want to immerse yourself with all the other fans who love Coldplay, right? Or who love that thing. And that's why coming to a summer, those are the intangible things that no one talks about. When you go to a seminar is that, yeah. you know, I, well, I already described it. You're with, with like-minded people. But the second thing I love going to seminars is because you get to immerse yourself fully into the experience. And what I mean by that is that, you know, um, you know, mostly, you know, I kind of talked about this where I've did, you know, four trips to the United States in the past years because I, I, you know, I only had to go for one day, like nine to five. <laughs> like and traveling from Perth to L.A. is, you know, it's like <laughs> 24 hours to get there. And I just literally, as of today, I just made a commitment that I'm actually going to Toronto, where I'm from, four times in the next nice. year. And so, uh, and that's like a, a, you know, the quickest I can get there is 25 hours. And the on the return trip is like 32 hours, right?
1: Is that on top of the LA trip LT, or is No, that no, that's the,
0: in place of the uh, right. LA trip. Yeah, no, no, I can <laughs> do that to my family. Um, but, you know, I'm traveling there because first of all, because I want to, if I'm going to make that commitment, like forget about, I mean, the financial commitment, that's crazy, right? But think about the time commitment, like just to go for one day, I literally got to take a week out. Right away from you know the yeah. first one I'm gonna to have to do without my kids and family, but for me to get there, I'm gonna be immersed myself. So which means that I'm gonna be there focused on what I'm there for. You know whether it's business or health. Just say you go into a business seminar, I'm gonna immerse myself for, for business, and I'm gonna put that amount of energy and amount of money and time away and slotted for that. Then I'm gonna pretty much put everything in it as if as if I was gonna write my writing a, a final exam to you know graduate somewhere. And so when you're in an environment with like-minded people and also in an environment where the, the, you know, the real world that you live in is kind of like in the background, you're immersing yourself fully into this experience, then you're going to get something out of it because you almost like pull yourself away from reality. And that's the problem with our life, isn't it, is that we just most of our lives that yeah. we just kind of run on routine. And if nothing changes, nothing changes. And then sometimes like I find like going away and just even for a day or two away from everything else and you have a different shift, something sinks in and you actually spend time. Like, I mean, how many of you, you know, those of you who run a business, how many of you actually spent like a day or two days out of the year, right? Forget it, four times a year, like you know, year where you actually just focus on your business and nothing else, like just focus on your business,
1: it's kind of like that time management quadrant, isn't it, LT? You know where they talk about the, you know, the urgent tasks and the unurgent tasks and the important tasks and the unimportant tasks, mm-hmm. and how most of us spend so much of our time doing the urgent unimportant things, right? The things that just keep popping up in front of us, where we're like, "Oh my god, I need to get that done," but we spend very little time doing the non-urgent, really important things, which at the end of the day are often the really big things you want to achieve in your life. And and taking that time and making that commitment, I guess, forces you to focus on the the non-urgent but really really important things
0: that's right i mean it's like going to a retreat you know um you know one time i remember going to uh actually tony robbins retreat in in fiji like life mastery was i think it was like five and a half days or something is it was this just, the
1: totem pole lawrence uh
0: that was the totem pole yeah
1: i nice. love that totem pole i think we experience. talked about that one haven't we
0: uh, i don't know if we have i'm not nice. sure I've, i know i've done it on stage um uh, you know <laughs> the totem pole experience was you know um, basically, it was actually a telephone pole, and you basically climb up to this telephone pole and and you jump off it. And uh, yeah, it's pretty freaky. Like it, it, climbing up the telephone pole is not that scary unless you're afraid of heights, which I think you know some of us are. <laughs> yeah, of yeah, That's right. Yeah, uh, I didn't just know if you want admit it.
1: to cave camp, as you say it. Was... Yeah, i
0: see that video, but I mean, when you go, the 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 problem is is that is climbing the pole, if you know, it's not that hard because you got something to grip on. But the whole point is that when you think about it, when you reach the top of the pole you have nothing to grip onto to get to the top. You know what I mean? Because there's, you know, as you're climbing, there's always one rung ahead of you, right? But when you get to the top, there's nothing else in the air for you to hold onto to pull yourself up. So you literally have to balance yourself, which is on on this telephone pole, which is only like, you know, maybe two foot wide, right? And uh, two feet wide, sorry. And then you got to stand on top of that pole and balance yourself on top of this. And you're standing, you know, I don't know how many feet up in the air, but just looking over, nothing. And uh, there was actually a bar just like you had to jump for and yeah. uh, catch it. The
1: trapeze. It. It was, yeah, yeah, the trapeze yeah. was freaky, yeah. Anyways. Uh, but- yeah, I'm actually like, I've got heart palpitations and I'm sweating as you tell the story. <laughs> 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 That's how much I love heights. Well, I mean,
0: let's just think about that. Like, doing things like that uh, doing things like that in a, in a sort of a retreat, um, or, um, it's, it's about your health, you know, it's not about business, it's about health. It's about, you know, forcing yourself to kind of get yourself out of comfort zones. Um, yeah. and, and really it's pulling away from the normal day to day life. I mean, we, every day, you know, you eat this, most of us eat the same breakfast every day. Most of us have, you know, the same routines of dinner on rotation in a week. Right. And, uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. Cause obviously that's, you know, helps us make decisions easier and faster, but when you get yourself, that's why people love holidays. It's that we break ourselves out. Of routine we do things that are unknown we go to places that we don't really normally go to we go out and eat and it's the same thing i suggest for health and also in your business if you're an entrepreneur um, to do something like that to be in an environment like a seminar or um, a retreat or some sort taking time away from the normal routines and i think that's how we really able to shift our mind and that's where new ideas come to me i don't know about you but yeah i get so many brand new ideas being away from everything else and it's sometimes it's the i could literally i spent four days in sydney four and a half days in sydney and you know it wasn't so much the presenter and the information that came to me it was actually like one or two things that he kind of said that it wasn't even relevant to what i was thinking but all of a sudden boom I go, that's the idea (laughs) i'm running with that next next year and i got this massive idea um for next year and ready to roll with it and and uh, that's that's the best thing i got out of it
1: I love hearing you talk about these sort of stuff, Lawrence, because I've just come up with about three ideas while you've been talking and I've got about three other ideas about what I want to talk about <laughs> on this podcast. So, actually, you're, just, you're just filling me with ideas. But, you know, the, the one we did at Cave Camp, it was called The Leap of Faith mm. and it was just such an appropriate name for it. I just thought it was fantastic because it is just that leap of faith is to say, do you know what, I'm just going to go for it. You know, I'm going to jump in with both feet and I'm going to have a crack and you never know what the result's going to be until you do it. You know, like I was looking across at that trapeze and I was like, there's no way I'm getting to that. Like it looks miles away. And uh, but in the end I jumped and I was so scared I wasn't going to make it I come down the guy goes will you try to like catch it or jump through it because I, <laughs> I leapt so far to make sure I didn't miss it that apparently I always jumped through it yeah I, but, and know, I've
0: seen that video I've seen that video Brett and I've never seen Brett so scared an entire life like I've, I've known Brett for you know a good four or five years now and I've never seen Brett so afraid of something I didn't this is before I knew he was afraid of heights I'm like come on yeah.
1: Brett it's not that high up jump do, you know what, front do you know what's on. bad Lawrence is the, the, about the two minutes before the video even starts is even worse than the bit that you saw. Oh, I was, I saw the video. I was like, oh, thank God that bit wasn't on. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, it, it was actually even worse. I, I actually almost came down. Right. I got to the stage where I was like, do you know what? I can't do it. And I turned around and I was going to come down and I looked down. I saw everyone there. Actually, I remembered the time when I did a high ropes course as a little kid and I didn't make the leap. And actually, what ended up happening was I, I looked, went to come down and I realized that, that coming down for me had more fear than actually jumping. Like, I was yeah. like, no, I just, you know, I've organized this camp. I've brought all these people along to have this transformational <laughs> experience. They're all kind of relying on me. And so it was actually scarier for me not to jump than to jump. And so I ended up jumping, which, yeah, that's right. which kind it-
0: of. It's, it's helpful when, when you think that way, isn't it? It's almost yeah. like Tony Robbins uh, doing the firewalk, but not doing the firewalk himself, right? It's, it's just, it's, it just wouldn't work. Um, well, it's
1: exactly the conversation I had because a couple of weeks ago, I was actually scheduled in to go and do a skydiving, which as you said, Lawrence, if you've seen me do the, the high ropes course, Leap of Faith, you'd be laughing at the idea of me going skydiving, right? So, I got to the day before the skydive and I was like, do you know what? I don't think I can do it. So, I called my really good friend, Dr. Patrick Sim, who's a chiropractor here in Adelaide I used to work with and he's an amazing guy. And we had a great chat about it and and his whole chat to me was basically saying, "Look you know you're dr brett hill you you do a podcast, you talk on stage, you're telling all these people to make changes you know, and some of those changes are scary for those people you know <laughs> some people for for you to tell them to give up bread is really, really scary you know for some people, asking them to be more positive in their thought patterns is really frightening you know so He just sort of, just basically laid down the law to me and said, look, you know, if you're expecting other people to take leaps of faith, if you're expecting other people to take risks and to make changes, then, you know, you've got to do it yourself. So... Mm. I, the, the worst thing was, I then geared up. I was like, "Yes, okay, tomorrow I'm going skydiving." And then we got the call to say that the weather was no good, <laughs> and so it ended up getting cancelled. So now I've got this like skydiving ticket, and I'm like, "I know I have to, I have to do it." Well,
0: now that you announced it to the world
1: uh, <laughs> on a podcast, to I've you're gonna have to. I've myself in, haven't I? So That's I'm right. gonna have to do it in the next couple of months. In fact, I think the ticket might even expire like the week of the summit. So I think I've oh, only got a couple of weeks week. to get it done. Yeah. So I well, um, get to hear about it at the summit. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm gonna well, get asked about it at the summit now.
0: I, I think. One of the key things is that um, what you just said is that I, I think you should thank the fans. I mean, uh, I mean the listeners and the fans. I mean, really, at the end of the day, I've you know gone through the same experience where. Because I know that, you know, I'm one of the co-hosts of The Wildest Guys, there's accountability, like which means I have to do certain things that I said I was going to do. I just can't chicken out like any normal person. And it's so true, though. Um, And, you know, going back to that leap of faith, I remember going – I remember standing on top of that pole and looking over Fiji. It was a pretty scary moment because there's nothing around you, um, you know, other than this – that stupid trapeze that's sitting standing in front of you and it's like you got to go for it because it's just like it's dangling right you think you accomplished something by getting on the top but now it's like dangling but one of the key things i talk about um when i use that story is that you know in order for you to kind of go after your dreams um in order for you to to go after your vision or the thing that you actually want sometimes you actually have to take you have to leave the spot that you're at you have to literally transform and jump and move away from the person that you are you can't hold back and that's the point like when you made the jump or when i made the jump like you just couldn't reach for it right you yeah. can't just lean in and just reach no, for no. it you literally have to for a split second have to jump in midair, right yeah you know 50 foot in the air 60 oh, it doesn't really matter how high it was but you have to jump in midair. and i had a picture and i i would love to find this picture. And literally it's a picture someone took from the bottom, right? It was me with the trapeze in front of it and and me leaping off the air so there's like space. Like nice. literally just that space. Nice. It's a perfect picture because that moment was the moment of transformation. It yeah. wasn't so much about um you know, you know, it was the moment of leaving and letting go and just knowing that you just have to go for it and just it. And, well, and it's
1: like, yeah, and like, you have to make it as well. Like, that was the thing, like, in my mind, there was like, if so other people were like, well, I'm just going to jump off, I'm not even going to go for the trapeze. Right? Yeah. But in my mind, it was like, okay, if I'm leaving my feet off of this platform, I'm catching that trapeze, because right? I don't want to fall down. <laughs> so So it's like, once you've made the leap, right, the yeah. fall is then scarier than the actual, you know, the thing that you're worried about doing. So you just do it. Because right? you because you 'cause you don't want to fall fall down.
0: So oh, I totally like, miss once, mine.
1: Once, you, once you've left, you're like, okay, <laughs> I've just gotta make it happen.
0: I totally miss mine. I uh I, I did what you did. I jumped I jumped so far to go through <laughs> it that I basically went so far ahead that by the time I came back with the momentum it slipped my fingers. <laughs> so I fell all the way down. <laughs> oh, no. But it's but the thing it was, just, it wasn't even like for me, like looking back after it was catching it or not catching it, it's not even the point. The point was that I made a decision at the top to make a leap and that's the thing with where we're trying to get at is that when you're on a decision on something and you know that that's what you want to do this is what the, your goal this is the thing that you want to go after you literally have to take that leap of faith you literally have to just let go of the things that hold you back and um and that's a decision point and that is, split decision is the choice between you know you making um you know transforming into the new person the newer version of yourself to grasp everything part of you to really become the 2.0 version of, of who you are.
1: Nice. Hey, now, there's another idea I wanted to come back to. You were talking about earlier, Lawrence, because you were talking about, you know, being in that group of people and how transformational that is. And the, the one point I wanted to make was, you know, when I go to events and when it's events like the Wellness Summit or, or whatever it happens to be, that most of the time, the most important stuff I learn isn't even actually learnt on the stage. right? Mm-hmm. So, if, like I could listen to a recording of the Wellness Summit and probably only get, you know, a, a quarter or a tenth of the information that I actually get from going to the Wellness Summit. I mean, obviously, part of that is the fact that I get to hang out with you guys. You know, there's Lawrence, there's Damien, there's Cindy, there's Karen, there's Kim, There's you know, all these amazing people at the Wellness Summit. and And you have these little conversations, you know, out in the out in the foyer or whatever it happens to be where you're just talking about stuff, you're talking about life, you're talking about health and wellness and and you get just these little gems, you know, just these amazing little insights that just help take you to the next level. But it's not even just that. It's not even just the presenters. I mean, I think most of what I got out of the Wellness Summit was just these amazing ideas and inspirations that I got from the people who are attending the Wellness Summit who were coming up and telling me about like what they're doing in this little school in the country town because they're a teacher and yeah. how they're influencing these little kids to make changes or you know how they've helped change their own life and how they're feeding their kids and how their kids are now taking this new lifestyle on board or you know how they've now become a wellness coach and they're helping all these other people like just, there was just it was just this, this ripple effect that was happening and it was just the most inspiring thing I've ever heard in my life hearing these people tell these stories and every little bit just sort of added up to just be this amazing experience. I mean, it was, it was just phenomenal. And I learned so much from those people, just hearing the way they were doing what they were doing and what actions they were taking, what strategies they were using to get there. But more than that, I just got so inspired, like mm. so inspired to keep doing everything we're doing and, and to do even more.
0: Well, it, you know, going back to that, you, you remind me a couple of things. And uh, number one is, like, you know, with the conversation that we had, you know, with, say, Cindy, Karen, and Kim. Like, I mean, think about the relationship that we have with those girls from our yeah. chat. Um, I mean, obviously, we kind of knew them. Beforehand, sort of, but we would really got to know them, know them because we spent so much time with them now. Yeah. And you know, you and Kim are you know doing running, you know events, uh you know barefoot yeah, yeah. running, so which is fantastic. You guys we're had a running, joint Sunday
1: morning at the summit. Yeah, exactly.
0: And you know, for you know me being able to speak at her event and you, you know, being speaking at her your her events and she's been speaking at your event and she's coming over speaking. Per- like that wouldn't have happened if we didn't you know come together on an event like this. I mean, purely example like when just recently in Sydney. Um, I was like, literally, it was me, Marcus, all right, Marcus and I, uh, you know, my co-host and Inside Champions One and our CEO and uh, Wellness Couch, we were literally going for lunch, and I literally just turned my head to the right at The Rocks, it was just, uh, just outside of Four Seasons, and I turned my head to the right, and there was this kid, right, not a kid, he's, you know, a young man, and, you know, ours kind of caught each other, and it's not a romantic story, so don't worry, <laughs> but we just kind of, like, glint, and I can tell that he was wearing a badge, so I knew he was part of the seminar, all right, and he just kind of was by himself there for a second, ago. go you want to go out for lunch? Like he just seemed like a cool guy and you know, he wanted you to join us. So we did. And over lunch, we found out this, this guy, you know, Mario uh, Malik, he was just an amazing kid who, you know, at 19 years old grew like a million dollar company at 19. He dropped out of school at year 10, um, you know, and uh, basically was a DJ and, Grew a company at a million, and he lost it all, like in uh, basically wow. in the span of a week. Um, you know, a quarter million dollars in his investment in, in that in that company, and then he's you know he started rebuilding himself. And historic, it was just like in like every time we listened to it, it was like, are you kidding me? There's more to this, and then we learned about his family, and we like Marcus and I going went out for dinner, and we said, listen we going to need to put you on inside the champion's mind. <laughs> That's yeah, what we did. We, so we literally, we went 1130 at nighttime after dinner. We went into our room and we just pressed record and we just recorded a whole video. So, you you're more than welcome to listen to it. I can't remember what episode is it now, but um, it's Mario Mal- Malik. And uh, it was a great interview just to listen to this kid's story and uh, his journey. He's like 22, 24 now or something. And, um, and he's lived the life most of us would never even have thought of. But going back to this about, you know, meeting different people. Brett, you and I met at a seminar. And if you don't yes. remember that, right? We met yeah. at Dynamic Growth. Right, that was the first time we met. The only common um, commonality between me and you was that was Damien Christoph, who wasn't even yeah. there on the weekend. No. <laughs> and it
1: well, just think, so happened. I think the only reason we talked is literally that they happened to sit us next to each other at the speakers' table.
0: That's right. We were both speaker- <laughs> speaking, and uh, we were at the speakers' dinner, and we had a conversation, and. I heard about you from Damien, and you heard about me from Damien, and we just connected, and we had a chat. And to be honest with you guys, you guys would not be listening to us talk about this right now, of the Wellness Guys, if it wasn't for that meeting. Because it was through that meeting, we decided to go, oh, we need to kind of have regular conversations, and we just had regular chats. And one of the ideas that kind of came out of that was the Wellness guy show. And so this is how powerful – Claim it, I'm, I'm claiming it, yeah. This, I mean seriously. Like, this is how powerful um, going outside of your comfort zone, going outside of your normal day-to-day lives to really um, go to attend seminars like that or just retreats or whatever you want to attend. To go to places like this, this is how your life can transform because and you th- get to meet people who just like you.
1: And talk about the leap of faith, Lawrence. Like, I mean, we had that conversation where you said, well, maybe we should do a podcast show. And I said, well, what's a podcast show? So, you had to explain that to me for starters. (laughs) But then literally, like, if people want to go back and listen to episode one of The Wellness Guys, that was recorded like three days after that conversation. Like, we just went yeah, okay, well, let's just record one and see how it goes.
0: Yeah, that's right. We're just <laughs> released so we just recorded We're one. We not we release
1: it. <laughs> oh, well, I guess it sounds all right. We might as well just release it. <laughs> and so within like a week of you going, what about a podcast show? We had a podcast show on air. Like, it was just crazy.
0: Yeah, well, let's just think about that. We didn't even know how to upload it to iTunes or anything. We just recorded it. That's uh, yeah. that's, uh, that's the that's how it all got started. And so I think, you know, to end off in this is that the moments of decisions will really shape your destiny. That's what I think that's what Tony Robbins says. Um, but really, at the end of the day, I think it's, it's that's why we believe so much to have events like the one the summit um because it not only brings um, information we bring the best speakers uh, around the country to come and speak, and so, but it's not just that; it's really more about you guys connecting with each other and the connections that you're going to form, the people you're going to meet at lunch break, or you know the the connections that you make with some of the the the, ven- uh, the people um, that are the trade shows, um, and also just with us. You know, we're always available. We're standing around. We're not like you know behind some green room or something. Most you know we're there pretty much the whole time, and we get to connect. And because I want to connect with the and people, you listeners, you know and what.
1: Do you know what, Lawrence? If we could manage to organize the Wellness Summit and nobody showed up, like we didn't sell a single ticket, but I could still convince you guys to come and talk and hang out with me for a weekend, I'd still go. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Because the amount I get out of the weekend, like I learn so much from being at the Wellness Summit. I gain so much from being at the Wellness Summit that, that you know, it's just phenomenal. So, you know, there's, there's always something new to learn and there's always a new level to evolve to.
0: Mm. So guys, listen, I mean, we're obviously love for you to come to Wellness summit, but it's only a week away, like, or less than a week away by the time you listen to this. So it's not about just coming if I do not even know if tickets will be available by then because it sold out last year around this time, uh, a week before. And uh, so if there's no more tickets available, then, you know, at least get the DVD recordings or, you know, make sure you book in next time. Um, but more importantly, just take the time to go and go to retreat or go to a summit somewhere um, and uh, spend the, the day or two days or four days or five days or a week, whatever it takes to really immerse yourself and uh, spend some time for yourself for your health for your business for your life for your relationships i think it's so important so guys and i
1: hope Lawrence, can i just add one thing there if you if the tickets have sold out now and you have missed out on the wellness summit one thing you need to do is make sure you go to the wellness couch website and sign up for our newsletter so that next time we do it you're the first to know that's
0: right we gave some special deals uh, right for those people who jumped on early which was like four or five months ago and uh, they were sold out like within days so uh you know you never know when we're going to release things and we never know when we're going to do something uh, special next time so go to the check us out there like us on facebook uh that's uh, the wellness guys and also the wellness couch share this podcast with your friends and families and other strangers you think need a wellness update subscribe to us on itunes while you're there give us a five star, five star rating and leave a comment on itunes as well until next week we'll be done with the wellness summit so i i'm sure that we'll be creating wellness in people's lives and lead by example let's change the world's health together join us next week on the Wellness guys Show.
1: Hi, Dr. Brett Hill here from The Wellness Guys and That Paleo Show. Crown Melbourne will be pumping on August the 16th and 17th when this year's Wellness Summit arrives. Last year's event was a hit with attendees, with Kelly L saying she was thoroughly inspired and Jen F saying she learnt so much amazing information, I think my brain is close to exploding. Deborah labelled it inspiring and empowering and Stephen felt very enlightened and enthused. If this sounds like you, then join myself and the other Wellness Guys, the Up For A Chat girls, Joe Witten from Thermomix and more than 600 people from across the globe as they descend on Crown Melbourne for this year's Wellness Summit. Tickets are just two ninety seven and are available at www.thewellnesssummit.com. Can't wait to see you there.
0: This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash couch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives